Peering into the narrow room, expanding your spirit and mind. I'm Adele Levine, intuitive and medium. And let's step into the narrow room. Welcome back to Peering Into the Narrow Room with me, Adele Levine. So I wanted to start off by saying I have a few things to 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 go on a rant about. Um, that was my terrible butchered half American, half English accent. So first of all, first of all, um, let's talk about two things. One, I decided to see what White Claw was all about. I saw everybody drink it. I saw it in movies. I've seen it in TV shows. They're pretty okay. It, isn't it just like the 2021 version of a wine cooler? I'm just saying. just kind of reminds me of like a cleaner, less syrupy version of a wine cooler. Am I wrong? Um... So that's my opinion on that. They're 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 very like they're almost like healthier version because it's like sparkling water um, with a little kick. Whereas when I was younger, the wine cooler was very similar to this. Because believe me, I remember when I thought I was like you know cool with my wine cooler and Virginia Slim cigarettes when I used to smoke, and. Uh, and I kind of feel like this is very similar, but like way less bad for you, quote unquote, because it's not filled with heavy syrupy flavor. It doesn't feel like you're drinking, you know, grape soda with some kick to it. I, you know, I don't know. So that's my opinion on that. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about is um, the subject at hand. How about that? Um, the subject at hand, which is my experience with the Watchers. And I'm going to get into that because it's time we got into aliens and such. But before that, I have a couple, you know me, I'm going to have, a. if you've listened to this, those of you who are listening um, and respond back to me. I have a couple of rants. One, Mercury retrograde. You know what I'm going to say about Mer Mercury retrograde. I didn't even post anything about it this time around. I didn't do a video on it. I didn't do anything about it because I'm going to do what I always do, which is ignore the collective consciousness idea that everything's going to go bad. Honestly, Mercury retrograde, there's always interesting things that happen for me. If you put a protective shield around you to not be a part of the collective consciousness that life is going to be terrible for the next few, whatever, how long it's supposed to last, I'm telling you good things actually happen. Because while everybody else is thinking how bad the world and how terrible everything's supposed to go, you're busy, you know, while they're busy with that you're over there actually taking all the good stuff. Kind of imagine everybody is looking for all the bad, you know, berries in the field because they just, for some reason, want to collect these bad berries in the field. Don't ask me why I went with that. And you're finding the good gems. 
that's how I see it. It's, it's like everyone's going, everything's going to be bad. Everything's going to be terrible. Oh my God, everything's going to be terrible. Everything's going to be bad. So everyone's working together on how terrible things are. It leaves you kind of room to create good things for yourself. So that's my statement on that. I believe it's a collective consciousness. Not that I don't believe in energy. Obviously I believe in energy. Not that I don't believe in planets and moons. Uh, duh, of course. Um, and that they can't, send off a radiation, meaning like an energy flares to us, whatever the correct term is. However, I definitely feel that all the time, how many energies that are going on from different planets and, and it's coming from the sun and coming from the moon and coming from stars we don't know anything about and coming from the earth and coming from the ocean and going through all kinds of shifts. I mean, as people, we go through so many different shifts and in, in energy, you know, waves just through the day. So of course the earth and the planet and the universe is doing it. So I don't think there's only one particular thing only that's affecting us. Just saying. So this is what I would say to you. If you believe in it, meaning not saying it's something to believe or not to believe. Obviously this is something that, happens is on the books to happen. But whether, whether, sorry, excuse me, whether you believe it's actually setting your life into disarray, um, I definitely chalk that up to more of your believing it's setting your life into disarray than is it really setting your life, you know, into disarray. If you choose to have a different look on things and to push a certain energy around you and protect yourself, then your life can definitely go in a different direction. I myself have found when I do that for me, interesting things happen at this time, not negative things, but more like movement and, and interesting things and even good things happen. So that's my rant on that. That next, before we hit to the main course that's up on as an appetizer, um, <laughs> is my response I got from people. Thank you guys so much. People did reviews and on this podcast and kind of gave me feedback. And I so appreciate it because the more reviews you, you know, it's not just reviews aren't for me to go hey guys, can you do a review of my podcast so I can just feel awesome? Although it does make me feel nice. But it's also, it's an algorithm thing and it kind of sets the podcast up to for people who don't know me and don't know anything about me or what I do to see it. So that's that. Okay, so, so I'm saying this because people kind of responded in kind, very kindly, and almost kind of, you know, wanting to let me know that they're appreciating what I'm doing. And I'm only asking you guys, if you put stuff out there, when you do reviews on my book on Amazon, or you do reviews on this podcast, or even when you comment on my YouTube channel, and anything you interact with online, it's just the way it goes. It kind of show. It's kind of like, it's kind of like showing up to a live performance, and you know, actually showing you're buying a ticket. That's kind of how um, internet works. They they kind of log, you know, 
kind of logged down who's like actually watching and interacting and things like this. So if they're like, oh, more people are interacting with this, they kind of push it up so other people can see it. I know it's, it's just the way it goes. So I just so appreciate everybody who has been supporting all I do. I don't think you guys realize, I know you guys appreciate what I do and I hear about it and you guys tell me, but the fact that people, um, support what I do, not just by listening, you know, to things I post in, um, you know, purchasing my book, which I so appreciate, but just even letting me know how it's affected your life and all that, it allows me to be fully who I am. And when you get to be fully who you are, because this wasn't something I woke up one day and said, I think I want to be a medium and intuitive. It just doesn't work like that. This was something I ran from. This is something I didn't, it's a part of me. It is who I am. It's just as much as who I, I am is that I have curly hair, that I definitely beat it into being straight um, and brown eyes. It's it's who I am for me. It's, it's all of me. And the, when you are putting all of you out there for people, especially something so fringe and something so um, still not really accepted mainstream. There's something cool to me, by the way, where you just kind of know there's people who get it. You're going to have people who hate what you do and hate what you're saying. And that just comes with the territory of putting yourself out there. But when there's people who get it and they want to support it and you know I'm coming from this place and you get the genuine place I'm coming from, it's awesome. So thank you guys. All right, let's get into... Um, Let's get into the subject. So the watchers, my experience with the watchers. Let's just back up and talk about what are the watchers. The watchers is in the category of alien or ET and things like this. Uh, it is kind of um, extraterrestrial, as Katy Perry sings. Um they are not of this world. They are not human. They were never human. They weren't born here. And this, by the way, is just like everything I talk about is my experience and what downloaded and my intuition and my knowing of working and experiencing them. Now, let me know. I might do I might do something I don't normally do. I usually try to do one subject on this podcast and one video on my YouTube channel um, about these subjects because I try to kind of keep them, sorry, I, tr I try to do two different subjects. I forgot to say that loud. Um, if I'm going to do it, a YouTube video, which I do every week and I do a podcast every week, I try to keep them on two separate subjects. So I want people to get different content, but, um, and I think I'm still going to do that, but I might do something alien adjacent this week on my YouTube because I'm just kind of in that mood and I'm seeing how much, um, it's being talked about. So the watchers isn't, it are not beings that come from, you know, a craft or you're going to see flying in a flying saucer. They're not even interdimensional beings. What I mean by that is they're not going to walk through your wall, you know, so I hear, I have people have asked me about it and people have told me they think they've had experiences. The watchers don't even want to really have you see them. 
in, in a way. And I'm going to tell you my experience. My first experience that I ever felt like I saw and might have had a clue about this was when I very first started reading in the early, early, early days uh, when I was actually reading for free because I felt like it was like being in school. I was on MySpace meeting people. So when I say I've been dealing with the interwebs and people and doing stuff online for a while, it goes all the way back to MySpace days. Yes. Okay, sorry, I'm talking a lot, so I have to take a sip. Um, Yeah, so um, when I was on the MySpace, on the MySpace. It's like what my brother used to call the Facebook. Um, when I was on MySpace, I did, I created it because a page, you know, back then for you young ones who don't know MySpace, kind of a picture Facebook meets TikTok meets Instagram. You could create your own page. It was like creating your own website. You could put your own music, your own pictures. Um, they, it was great until they decided to get graphic-y and people couldn't download the graphics because nobody had like crazy fast, you know, iPhones and computers. We had desktops and so they were doing flash and it just froze everybody. Then they did ads and it died. But before that was a really awesome place because you could just create everything yourself. Like your own page that represented you. And, you know, Instagram is sort of like that, but you're just posting, but this was actually almost like, uh, almost like Wix, you know, where you're creating your own like website, but it was social media. So it was really, um, kind of inventive and, and awesome. And when I went on there, I went on there to, um, test my abilities out online, actually via just literally typing when people were like asking questions to other readers who or people who claim they had psychic abilities and I was answering it right. And then they were kind of like, you know, that's how it started. So there, from there, it went to people wanting me to do phone calls. And so I met this gentleman who I did a reading for on the phone and, um, and again, I was doing readings for free. Sometimes people were, you know, sending me like a, a t-shirt or something, you know, which kind of only happened a few times and, you know, just to thank me or something like that. Um, and it wasn't like today, you know, how crazy things are today. It was like very, very, um, you know, almost like innocent where, you know, is the best way I could describe it. And, um, so I read through this, this gentleman, cause I was practicing my skills and he had this group of beings that I saw that came around him with these hoods over their heads. And I was like, Whoa, I've never seen anything like this before. And when I look back, I think it's really funny because I really didn't understand what I was seeing. It, this was, this was kind of like out of my pocket of what I was used to. I was doing medium readings at the time and I was doing intuitive readings, but they were very like, um, they were very basic. Um, what I mean by that is I was sticking only to medium talking to people died and intuitive about the person. So, um, aliens and ETs was not kind of something I was familiar with. I had a couple experiences before that, but anything kind of otherworldly, as weird as that sounds, since I'm talking to the dead and things like this at the time, wasn't really in my wheelhouse. So when I saw this, it was really kind of, whoa. 
and he had said he he knows who they are and they told me they were very ancient and they're just watching and that and it was a very kind of brief and then it was over so flash forward to like many years later we're going over 10 years later future and um i know a group of people who um who dealt with the watchers and I'll just say, you know, they, they were actually witches and they had a coven and they were, they were witches who dealt with interdimensional beings. They weren't, there's all kinds of people who are into witchcraft and do their witch, you know, witchery in different ways. And their way was to work with the dead and to work with um, basically other beings in other dimensions. And, when I kind of got, you know, close to them and in, involved and they were not like kids, these were very seasoned, um, many, many, many years, witches, and it was kind of my first time being, I learned a lot from them about the witch world and witchcraft and things like this. So it was pretty much my first, you know, submerging of into that, into that world. But, um, it wasn't really about that. It was more their interest in other beings. And the more I got involved with them um, and kind of getting to know them and everything and friend friendly, at one point I was, um, after that, I had a lot of high respect for a high priestess because she was so different. I've talked about her several times. She was so different. She was just this older lady who was just like, kick-ass beyond kick-ass. I just looked up to her and admired her humbleness and her, her just, you know, besides seeing her tattoos, if you saw her dressed with like her arms covered and everything, you would never know, um, what she was and what she did. She just was a very regular person, um, for the best part. But the things that I've seen, saw her do, I was like, there's definitely something magical going on with her. And she taught me a lot about me and respecting what I do. And she really didn't really get into readers and seers too much. And so, um, we had a great rapport. And one night when I went to sleep, I heard something come into my ear and say, come with us. I mean, just like that. Now I know it sounds creepy, but at this point in my life, I had so many crazy things that had happened to me. I mean, I, I know it, I need, this is, I'm saving it for my next book, um, about my journey into this road, um, down this road, um, because I have so many experiences. Um, and, Yes, this was a this was to me like another experience, but I definitely jumped up out of the bed because it was very loud. It wasn't like when people hear spirits and they're like, Susie, you know, hi or whatever. It was loud. It was loud and it was strong. And I literally, you know, I said no. And I, I said that, you know, I called upon St. Michael and then I literally felt like a sorry, like almost like, oops, wrong number. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like left. So I called, um, my friend, the, the, the HP, the high priestess. And I was like, what the hell happened? She goes, Oh, Oh yeah. Those are the watchers. They think you're part of us and part of me, you know, you're, we work with them and they think you're ready to work with them. And I was, she was like, don't worry about it. But when she first, when I first talked to her, she 
um, actually thought something was happening. So, um, you know, she was like, she did something and I'll get to that in a minute. And I said, Oh, and she goes, yeah, just, you know, they're just because you're so advanced with your sight and you're able to see so much kind of like what I say to you guys that, you know, if you, if you're open to stuff, if you're open to spirits and you're open to the other realm, then you set off kind of a Wi-Fi signal and someone gets that signal is like, yo, what's up? And you're like, hey, I didn't want to talk to spirits. And I'm like, well, you kind of put off the signal. That's basically what she was saying, that my signal was so strong and my sight was so strong and my connection to that realm was so strong that they were like, oh, cool. You want to like hang out? And I was like, no. And they were like, oops, sorry. It was basically that. And I know I'm downplaying it, but I'll get to that in a minute. So I hung up with her and I was kind of relieved. Okay. And kind of like, well, that was weird. And I look on my wall and there's a triangle, like a clear as day, like someone drew it with a pencil. And I was like, wow, that's kind of crazy. And so I called her and told her and she said, oh yeah, I did that. It was magic. She did to trap. If you don't know, but in magic, if you do a triangle, that's a way to trap a spirit or an energy or something. It's basically like doing a circle, whatever. It's really not the point. The point was about the watchers. That was my kind of first intense introduction. Now, I kind of left that experience going, okay, basically talking, because I um, had seen them before. And I kind of left that experience going like, okay, this is cool. I get you guys want to connect with me, but I want to do it on my terms. Not like while I'm sleeping and you're like, come with it, come with me. Um, and flash forward to during that time, actually around that time and moving forward from that time, I was doing seances with this group. And they worked with those beings. And let me tell you, when we would do seances, the high priest that I worked with would open the gate so wide and I would see them. And they're very, very tall, but they're not literally tall. The tallness and the cloaks, these are all representations. They're representations for what they are about, meaning like they are there to protect, they are there to guard the gates and the worlds in between. And the cloaks is about you don't need to see them because you wouldn't understand it anyway. Whenever you see something cloaked, it's not evil. It's not trying to be bad. It's it's more your sight, not really ready to understand. When I saw them again, they weren't so cloaked. Um, but when I saw them that first time, I described they were because that was very new to me and my sight was still new and the whole thing was still new. So whenever you see something cloaked, it's more your sight cloaking it. You're just not ready to see anything quite yet, if that makes sense. So yeah, so I was sitting there going, okay, um, in, in, you know, after I had that experience with her, you know, with her in the triangle and everything. I wanted to, I decided I wanted to work with them. I wanted to connect because I have had these brushes with them and I understood them and I understood I could just have this knowing of what they were about, about, I'm not Canadian, about, um, and I had a high respect for them. Um, I could feel their, 
their kind of ethics, if that makes sense, like the feeling of like they're there to kind of be these guardianships between the worlds. And I very felt intrigued. Those type of energies, I'm very intrigued by. I'm intrigued. It doesn't scare me. Um, those things don't scare me. Those powerful energies don't scare me. I just, you know, in the middle of the night when you're sleeping and something yells in your ear, that's just startling. Things are just startling. So when I would do the seances, we, there were times where we kind of pushed the gates, meaning like we pushed the line between this world and that world so much that those watchers came so strong because that's what they do. They kind of are like there to go, okay, how far can we pull people? We pull the curtain open. And that's what opening the gates just means is, is getting people to see the world behind this world that is always existing and getting them to see it more and more and more. Okay. So that was that experience. So then I decided months later to do my own ritual in front of, um, you know, what I mean by rituals, like my own introduction, my own ceremonial way of introducing myself to that realm and to the watchers and saying, okay, uh, I want to be, you know, work with those energies and I want to recognize you. So I did that and it got so intense that I actually uh, felt something <laughs> like I was doing, I do like a dance in front of my altar and I opened it up everything and did an energy and um, I believe in portals. I believe in, um, quantum physics. I believe in dimensions. And that's really what I was doing. This wasn't like an ancient ceremonial thing. Although I believe ancient ceremonial things are doing those things, the true ones for real ones, meaning people who have been in these ancient, um, ceremonial ways have been passed down from generation to generation and honor it and understand it. I believe they are really just opening up portals and dimensions. And I actually felt like a shoulder and, um, and I feel like that, that by the way, wasn't the watcher. That was another time that I used the watchers to open up a portal. That makes sense. So I kind of skipped, I kind of, um, jumped ahead, but the, the, the time that I kind of made the connection, I did kind of create a, um, kind of like, let's open up the portals a little wider. What I get from the watchers is basically, um, very experienced, old, wise professors kind of imagine holding down the fort of the world behind the world. What you guys got to understand is that most people want to go on their vacations, go to their job, go get their coffee, um, watch their favorite show, seeing the world behind this world. And I know you guys may be talking to me right now saying, I want to see it, Adela. Honestly, truly seeing it freaks people out and they don't want to know that what they think is this world is not this world. And that's the watcher's job. The watcher's job is to kind of help everyone feel safe and comfortable in their world. And the reason why I felt they were like, oh, you are one we can talk to and, 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 you know, open up, op help, you know, we can open the gate a little wider because you seem to kind of see it and understand it. So kind of imagine if 
someone said to you, hey, I really want to know how things are done. Let's just like throw something out at this factory. And you're like, do you really want to know how it's made? Because you actually enjoy, (laughs) you actually enjoy, you know, that candy or whatever, you know, you really enjoy experiencing what it is after it's made. It's like when we all see, we all see how, you know, excuse me for those who are vegan or vegetarian, but we see how animals are taken from this world and fed to us. We don't really want to see it. We just want to pick up the package in the store. We don't really want to see it. There are people who do, and there are people who are like, "Mm, I really don't want to know because it's hard for me to then kind of just enjoy the food. So it's kind of like that, but that's a very poor example I just gave. But people really don't want to see the world behind the world as much as they say they do and they're excited to do and they want to, because once they do, it just will make people feel like really afraid because they don't understand it and really question, you know, everything. It's not like the matrix. So don't get all excited where you like peel back and go, by the way, you thought you were eating having that wine and steak, but you actually are not eating it. And really what exists is just gruel that we eat, you know, gruel, is it gruel? Gruel, right? Um, and um, and that, that's what's really happening. It's not like that, but it's the concept of um, really understanding that things aren't what they seem. And it's just overwhelming. You know, it's like why politics can be overwhelming or when you try to understand, you know, medicine, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of this. Anybody had a place that they really loved and they're like, Oh, I love going there. I love this store. I love this restaurant, or maybe it's Disneyland or something. And you go, I love it. And I just want to work there and I want to be a part of it. And it's going to be great. And you work at the place. And once you see all the ins and outs and how it's all done, you just never can walk into the place seeing it the same. I used to have jobs like that where I was like, oh, I used to think the food was great. Or I used to think, you know, the clothes, I actually never really worked in a clothing shop, but I thought this place was really cool. And now that I know how everything's done, it's just like, I don't feel the magic. I did work at Universal Studios when I was very young. And that's a very perfect example. I was like, yeah, I can't ever really come here. And like, by the way, this was before Universal Studios was like a Disneyland. Like they had nothing. They had like bird shows and animal shows and like the tram. And I remember I was leaving I always have these weird moments. Um, This is one of them where I'm leaving and the manager who was this really sweet guy, um, the, the supervisors were terrible, but the main guy was really nice. And the supervisors, why I left, but the main guy was like, look over here, they're building and we're going to expand. And this, and Universal Studios is going to be similar to like a Disneyland. I was like, what? I remember I was like 19. I was like, how is that possible? It's impossible because Disneyland's like amazing. And Universal has like, you know, animal shows at the time. They just had bird shows, animal shows and the stunt show and the tramp. And, um, And it was kind of like that, you know, once I worked there, oh, by the way, another time this experience, just, just to throw you this story that this happened to me where people were like, this is on the verge. It was when I worked at Del Taco's, my very first, 
I think it was my very, no, it was my second real job. I was probably about 17, 16, 17. And I know that I was that age because this is when the year I found out my mom got sick. That's why I quit my job. Um, and the manager, a very nice man again, you know, really sweet man was like, you know, Del Ta- uh, Taco Bell is going to be huge. And at the time in LA, there was a place called Mucho. Does anybody know? Tell me, DM me, um, comment on, on my Instagram, whatever, on this post. If you remember, it was called Mucho something. They were like really good. They were like the top tier of fast food, Mexican food. It was called Macho or Mucho. <laughs> something. And then next was Del Taco and Taco Bell was the shit be shittiest of them all. Like at the time we used to call it Taco Hell because the food was so terrible. The only thing I liked from Taco Bell was in the Enchiritos and they don't exist anymore. They finally took them away. Enchiritos, mm. by the way, was like a wet burrito, but a very terrible Taco Bell version, but I loved it. Anyway, so um, I remember him telling me that. That's just a side note. Him saying, I was like, how is that possible? Taco Bell, Taco Hell? And he's like, oh yeah, their campaign and how they're working with Pepsi and they're going to be huge and they're going to take over and it's going to bury Del Taco. And I was like, Del Taco is the best. And then the Mucho place, which I can't remember, is even better. Like no one's going to like Taco Bell. I remember like how could that be possible? And he was like, on a business level, I'm telling you it is. I've been studying it. I always wondered if that guy invested in Taco Bell because he said he was only doing that job so he could open up his own. Maybe he bought his own chain. I hope you did if you're out there. Um, so that's a second time in my life where um, there's been quite a few, and I'm sure more will come up, where I've been on the prep, press, 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 on the on the verge, standing there watching before you, before something happens from after those times, it was usually me that would see things and tell people (laughs) by the way. Okay. So I digress. So let's get back to it. So, so, um, so it's kind of like that, that that's, that's just kind of how the watchers work. They kind of know if people, most people don't want to see, you know, how universal is, um, really like, you know, without all the, the glitz and the glamour and, you know, with seeing the ins and outs, cause it takes away the magic. And, and I can't, I don't know, I'm sure people who've worked for Disneyland and Disney world will say the magic still lives for them. So it's maybe not a good comparison, but if you get my drift, you get my drift. And, and that's kind of how the watchers are that there's are people who do want to see and see it and are okay about it. And matter of fact, not only do they want to see the world behind the world, but they want to help other people see it. And that's kind of where I felt like I fitted with them. Like you're, you're being a seer, you're helping people see the world behind the world. You're helping people be comfortable with it. And we want to work with you and we, you know, want to talk to you and that kind of thing. And their job to me is just to kind of, they don't really talk. And even when I felt them and I heard them, it wasn't like, it's not like they're there to kind of like, give me all the answers to the universe and tell me how amazing I am and tell me my great, greatest gifts. No, they are watchers. They are guardians. They hold the keys, so to speak. Like you want to see this? Okay. We'll show it to you. Um, 
you know, if we think you can handle it. And that is different. Just kind of imagine ancient, 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 ancient ones. What I mean by that is um, their need and wants. If they were human before, I don't know for sure. My impression is they are didn't weren't. What I mean by that is there was no need to be born into this realm um, physically. I just never get that feeling at all. And I feel that there are many intergalactic, what I mean by that is it doesn't necessarily have to mean intergalactic means planets, but there are many interwoven um, energies from all different realms and walks that I feel are being a part of helping with the universe. I feel that our planet is probably one of the most barbaric, clueless ones because we're still stuck in time and space and the limitation of physical bounds, but I don't know for sure. And what I know for sure, I mean, I don't know for sure, but what I know in my gut is that the watchers um, just don't play. So no, they're not going to like be walking around your room. No, no, you're not going to see them. People have said this to me. Oh, I think I see them. No. Um, the only reason why I feel like I've encountered that with them is because I've had these, these abilities. I was doing this for so long for over 10 years in the way I was doing it. And I connected with some pretty strong, um, magical people who kind of don't really connect with seers very often in that kind of way. And, um, it was per, you know, them knowing that I could see that realm and it was, it was, I feel kind of more like, Oh, you kind of get it. So we'll show you, um, maybe you'll want to like see and we'll, we'll, you know, see how you do. And, that's how I feel. There isn't like, just get this world. Cause I know I'm going to kind of get people commenting or DMing. Don't compare it to anything in this world. They're not there to stop or punish or say you suck. And this person's great and all this kind of stuff. They're not showing up in your room. They're not trying to hold your hand. They're not trying to give you the answers to the world. They, I only feel like I connect with them because I was so heavily duty, duty, dealing in this world, I always say it like this. If you're going to be meddling around and this is over 10 years in a neighborhood and walking around and getting to know all the people and everything, then you have to get to know all of them. Eventually they're going to be like, oh, you want to know everybody. You want to shake everyone's hand. You want to be a part of the culture. You want to be part of the subculture, you know, kind of like a journalist or something. Well, then you better learn all the powers that be. And that's kind of what I feel happened. So that's my experience with the watchers. If you guys have any questions on this, feel free to drop me an email at um, the narrow room at Gmail. Um, please email me rather than DM me because I lose DMs. I get so many DMs that I may lose it and forget it's there. So if you want me to answer this question on this podcast, then email me. If you just wanted to say a comment, then comment on the post, you know, when I post this podcast, um, either on my personal um, Instagram or on um, peering into the narrow room. Um, also just wanted to say that I have gone on TikTok, but I kind of went off the rails and started posting Star Wars like pictures. And honestly, I only did this because I was thinking about doing lives and I wanted to get up to a thousand. I don't know. TikTok's just, I don't know. 
it just it feels like walking across a a a crickety bridge because it reminds me of so many platforms I've seen fall and there's just so much drama and kind of negativity. There's a lot of positive stuff I know, but it just, it doesn't feel like maybe the place I want to go do lives just so you're just saying. So it reminds me of Periscope and those of you who know me from Periscope will know what I mean. Periscope was a live streaming um, app and um, you couldn't really record and post. It was just only live streaming, kind of like the lives on TikTok only. And it just, it what's the word guys? Say it with me. It encourages Sometimes I hear things, they come in through me and to me, but they don't sit well on the tongue for me. I apologize. Um, It it encourages so much drama and so much like havoc that it just makes me a little bit antsy. And I left social media for two years because of the drama on Periscope, which is why my Instagram is still very young and my YouTube's young and things like that. Okay. Again, I digress, but my point is, is that, um, I just wanted to kind of make a comment on there that those of you who might be following me on there, if you see me posting kind of wacky things, just, you know, that's because I'm posting wacky things. Um, I want to let people know that I'm doing a class this Friday night. So this will be cool. It'll be like a fun Friday night. I'm going to um, make it more like kind of a cool night vibe um, with reopening the third eye. People have asked who have taken it before, you know, can you take it? Yes. For beginners. Sorry. You can take it. Um, because every time I do a class, it's very different. I'm going to do this one very different. I really liked how I did the last class a few weeks ago where I kind of just told a little bit of the history, told a little bit of different ways people approach spirit communication and really kind of broke down things and gave you guys things to practice and tools you can use, you know, at home. And that's what I'm planning on doing with this class too. I felt like calling it a beginner's class makes people kind of know what they're walking into, know that I can just start from scratch. And if you have done other things before, that's fine. Maybe this will just be a brush up. You can come live or you can, you know, watch it later on video. I'm still offering 50% off of my readings. I'm probably going to run it through the summer. And I'm thinking after the summer, we'll see. Um, please be careful out there. I hope you guys have gotten vaxxed. This is not a debate of vax or not vax, but the Delta variant kind of gets me nervous for people who haven't, or even if you had the one shot, I hope you get the second one. I'm just nervous about that. And I hope you guys are being safe. Um, oh, the 50% off was with the code piece. I hope I said that. Thank you guys so much. Let me know what other topics you'd like me to talk about. You don't have to send a whole email. You can just boom, 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 just drop it to me. I'm more than happy to, um, you know, take a look and a lot of, I take into consideration all, all that you guys um, say in your input and I super appreciate it. Remember to follow yourself, follow no one, listen to your inner voice and I'll see you soon. Thank you for stepping into the narrow room. You can find me on Instagram at Adela Levine and on YouTube at Adela Levine, where I post weekly videos to help you with tools 
on all types of things in spirituality. And you can also find me on Amazon, my book, Peering Into the Narrow Room. And remember, follow yourself, follow no one, listen to the inner voice, and I'll see you soon.